0: We give you thanks for everything you do, Jesus, for your many blessings, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, that you gave us to sing to you, Lord, and to be, uh, again, refreshed, Lord, of, of your joy, Lord, uh, through the singing and the praising, Lord Jesus. And we also, too, know that uh, in that, Lord, you prepared our hearts, Lord, to receive your word and help us, Lord, to uh, to put aside all the distractions, Lord, to receive your word. Uh, with no distractions, Lord, and with that desire, Lord, to know that it's something that's going to help us continue, Lord, to tear down those walls with your help, Lord Jesus. We also ask you for the ties and the offerings, Lord. Multiply them, Lord, for the vision, for the things, Lord, to continue pushing your word forward, Lord, in your name forward, Jesus. In your name we ask this and give you thanks for everything you do. Amen. Hermano Renee, Sandra, los Sanchez, no aquí tampoco. Hermano Nando, la manatina, amen, God bless Karen, also too, for visiting us from Dallas or Fort Worth. Amen. Praise the Lord and all just continue praying for each other. Amen, I'm going to pass the service to Brother Gabriel. God bless you all.
1: Amen. Amen. God bless everyone this morning, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. God bless the group uh, this morning. We are blessed to be here in the house of the Lord. Amen. God has been good to us. Some of you don't recognize how good God is. We have life this morning. We have an opportunity to see each other again, see family members. Uh, God is truly faithful. Uh, I'm grateful to God this morning for uh, his protection, of course. Seeing everyone here, we, we have rainy, slick roads. Uh, but God has blessed us and protected us to get here. Hoy viene agradecido, hermanos, por la seguridad de Dios, aquí para vernos y glorificar a Dios. Amen. We have an opportunity to praise God uh, and to learn from God this morning. Uh, as I've been mentioning now for quite a few weeks, uh, there's a lot of times that we ask God for, um, for wisdom uh, and it seems to be a token in churches, you know, as much as, as, much as prayer uh, and, and, and terms that we use here in church, uh, the term of wisdom is used a lot, and we don't use understanding enough because uh, wisdom we find in the Word, wisdom we find in the Scriptures, but understanding the wisdom is what we need from God. Uh, muchas veces, hermanos, estamos uh, pidiendo sabiduría, pero no estamos pidiendo entendimiento. Y uh, queremos uh, pedir de Dios su entendimiento esta mañana, amen. Para poder entender lo que Dios tiene para nosotros. We want to ask God for understanding, so we can understand what He is telling us this morning uh, through His precious word, amen. God bless the classes uh, this uh, morning, all the kids um, and youth. As we're preparing uh, the message today, um, as, as mentioned, we've been having baptism classes, and uh, we have a group of candidates that, are, um, we're looking into, that have been looking into the baptism and getting doctrined in it. That being said, we've been talking a lot about the baptism and also about uh, the, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And truly understanding what the Holy Spirit is, a lot of the times we don't gain fully no, full knowledge of it and the power that God has given us with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit is something that, uh, it, it, as the Word of God says, it's a gift. It's something precious. It's power. Uh, and the more we can use it, the more we can um, channel it in our lives better off we are in our relationship with God. El Espíritu Santo, hermanos, es algo bien importante. Uh, dice en la Biblia que es un regalo de Dios. Es algo que Dios los ha dejado uh, uh, aquí en este mundo, ya que no está aquí, su Espíritu está aquí. Uh, y es importante, hermanos, entender lo que es el Espíritu Santo. Uh, the message today, the title of the message today is Vessel. Uh, which um, translates in a lot of different ways, I found out this morning. But um, the term that they have up there, Vassal, is a good, uh, good translation of it. Uh, God is asking for us to be able to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Uh, and we've got to understand what that means and what we have that's not allowing it to be overflowing. Uh, if we have cracks in our vessels, where we have cracks where we're storing the Holy Spirit. If we turn to Acts 2.17, we're going to start there. El Señor quiere que nosotros tenemos un vaso, hermanos, que está uh, listo para el Espíritu Santo. Necesitamos un lugar donde el Espíritu Santo puede morar uh, dentro de nosotros. Yo voy, voy a practicar mi español esta mañana ayudar, amén hermanos. I'm ayudar, so soportar. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a Tex Mex, but I'm I'm actually worse than a Tex Mex because I wasn't born in Texas. I was born in Utah, so I'm a Utah Mex, U Mex. See, in a U Mex, you could talk to me in Spanish and I'll nod my head because I understand you. I understand. you, So don't talk about just because of my Spanish. Don't talk behind my back because I don't understand what you're saying. But responding back, I'll kind of crooked a little bit, all right? But we'll get through it this morning. We're going to turn to Acts 2.17, and we're going to read here. Y será en los post- postreros días, dice Dios, uh, der amaré de mi espíritu sobre toda carne, y vosotros, hijos, y vuestras hijas, profetizarán, y vuestros mancebros verán visiones Vuestros viejos soñarán sueños. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall pro- prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, brothers and sisters, we see that the world is changing, and more and more we're. Pushing ourselves away from God. hermanos, uh, que el mundo está cambiando. Y más y más estamos alejándonos de Dios. We're pushing ourselves away from God in his word. Seems very old-fashioned to new technology. Seems very old-fashioned to new social acceptances. God seems very old-fashioned. Even though we make him cool and fantastic with a lot of colors, Once we get into the word, it's old-fashioned. And we got to be very careful with this old-fashioned type of gospel. Because some people will say, ah, you know what, that's the way they used to do it. Now we're doing it this way. Look at the success we're having with it this way. Mm -hmm. Muchas veces, hermanos, uh, la gente mira la Biblia, la doctrina, como antigua, algo antigua. Algo que no merece los días hoy. No es algo que func- funciona con los días de hoy. Y debemos estar bien. I wanted to say a word that I knew I shouldn't have said. Listos, there you go, rucha. <laughs> debemos estar bien listos. Porque la palabra de Dios está cambiando y no debe cambiar. Dios el mismo. So we got to be prepared to this. But in these days, God is going to start pouring his spirit out. And, you know, I've brought this up before and I've mentioned this before. A lot of us, you know, we all have cell phones. We all have technology that requires some kind of signal. A lot of times, you know, if you can't get a message, you're asking somebody, how's your signal? You guys can finish stuff when I say it. I'm engaging you. So so you'll ask somebody, how's your signal? Did you, Oh, I didn't get your call. How's your signal? I'm in a bad area, right? So I started reading this verse right here, and I started saying, God's going to pour out his spirit but there's going to be a limited amount of people that are going to receive his spirit. And these things are going to start to come to pass those that are receiving his spirit. So in these last days, it says, God's going to pour it out and people are going to have dreams and visions because his spirit is going to make contact to those that are receiving or are prepared. There's a lot of examples in it. One was last week that Pastor mentioned about the the ten virgins. Some of them were prepared with their signal. Others weren't. When we prepare ourselves and we allow ourselves to receive from God, God rewards us not only with what we're going to talk about, which is the Holy Spirit, but also with things that he wants us to be aware of coming things. Hermanos muchas veces que esperamos que Dios habla a nuestros corazones Pero aquí dice que en los últimos, los postreros días Que Dios va a mandar su espíritu Y que muchos jóvenes van a tener sueños, visiones Ancianos van a tener sueños Pero estamos listos para estos días. Podemos pensar lo que puede venir para que el espíritu no llegue a nuestros corazones. There's many things that can interfere in our lives for God not to speak to us. Many distractions just count them throughout your day. The devil knows how to use mechanisms. The faster we get, the faster he gets. And we've got to be prepared. God is speaking to us in the reality of it and how you're feeling. Gauge what you're doing. And what you're doing too much of. And not enough of. El diablo sabe, hermanos, cómo usar cosas en esta, en esta vida para desmayarnos. Y nuestro espíritus. Puedes ver en tu vida lo que estás haciendo mucho. Y cómo te sientes. Y lo que no estás haciendo, cosas que han cambiado. Uh, yo siempre me preguntaba qué estoy haciendo hoy que no estaba haciendo, porque me siento más, uh, ¿cómo se dice, uh, frágil? ¿Ves? What am I doing now that I wasn't doing before that now I feel weaker? System analysis of myself like I would do on a computer that's not running effectively or taking my phone in so they could look at it because it's not working effectively. What am I doing not to allow God to overtake me, to use me? All the years that I was with the youth, I used to say we all have places, we all have shadows, we all have places that we hide things and we put on the face. We fake it till we try to make it. But God, he's powerful. He's a light that gets everywhere. In that moment when he reaches that shadowy place that you're trying to hold off and say, God, you're coming to my house, but let's just stay away from this little, this little closet over here. It's nothing. Until he gets there and he sees that little box and opens it up, and there's still something that allows a lot of things in. And it allows us not to fully be used by God. hermanos, estamos en un Un momento con, hablando con Dios que queremos aparentear a, a, a todos que todo está bien, pero a veces no está todo bien. No todo. Hay muchas cosas bien. Pero para decir que todo está bien, Dios está, y está trabajando en nosotros. Let's say everything's good, everything's good. Oh, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, brother, I'm good. Oh, we been come on, this, is, this has been my life. We've seen it. I've talked to it. Oh, how's it going, brother? Oh, blast, blast. Stay blessed. Blessed. I will even sing it to you in a song, right? But inside, struggling. I'm struggling because of the pool. And there is a pool here and there is a fight here. If we turn to First Corinthians 6.19. Or ignoráis que vuestro cuerpo es templo del de Espíritu Santo, el cual está en vosotros, el cual, el cual tienes de Dios, y que no sois vuestros. I, I, you know, I, I I love the Word of God, and I like to read it slow, right? I'm not the type of person that likes to read it fl- fast. I like when I'm looking at it. I always used to give an example. It's like a, going to a nice restaurant, you see a nice plate, it's not like... Glum, glum right? You just look at things, you're like, man, you know, the chef really considers stuff and you start to cut on your vegetables. You know, if you got a little bit of carbohydrates there with some potatoes, you're just tasting everything and enjoying it, right? You want to enjoy it, right? The Word of God's that way too for me. I like to look at things and examine things and I see here that he starts off with a question, what? I think Paul's pretty neat because, you know, he even, he's relatable in these days, even though it was a long time ago that these things were written. It's like, you know, I could see somebody, you know, stopping somebody if he was having a conversation and say, what? You can see here, he says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? First of all, he starts with the question like, you know, do you know that your body's not yours? Do you know that your body even though you do whatever you want to your body and think you own it, it's not yours. It is a temple for the Holy Ghost. But he starts it off right there because he's talking to people in the, in the Corinthians times that, remember, that was a port that, that a lot of people came into. There's a lot of people that came into the Corinth port. A lot of trade was done there. A lot of opinions were there. And he says, Holy Ghost, which is within you, which ye have of God. And ye are not your own. You see, for some reason we got it twisted that we are our own. I don't know where that happened. I don't know what part of our life that changed, if it was from a child to Uh, a young person or from a young person to adult where we felt that we were our own. But Paul says here very clearly, we are temples of the Holy Spirit. And I start to think about that in my life personally and through my journey with Christ, and I start to think of how have I taken care of my temple I'm not only talking about health things, but I'm talking about spiritual things. If I edified it. Have I added to it? I'm so hermanos, que dice aquí que somos templos del Espíritu Santo, and I began to think how I have my temple. Have I done things to protect the walls? Have I sealed up? Cracks and crevices? Have I done maintenance to it? Or have I just taken it for granted? Things become so real when, you're, when you ask God to examine you, to look at where your growth is. But we are temples of the Holy Spirit. And for us to have a temple, for us to have a place to where the Holy Spirit can dwell in, we've got to make sure that we are maintaining our temple. If we turn to 1 Peter 3:7, Vosotros, maridos, semejantemente, habitar con ellas según ciencia, dando honor a la mujer como a vaso más frágil y como a herederas herederas juntamente de la gracia de la vida para que vuestras oraciones no sean impididas. Likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. I love that. I love it because a lot of people don't understand that the word of God is is special and precious. I love the fact that God reminds us husbands, reminds us men, that we should give honor to our wives. How do we give honor to our wives? By understanding. By understanding that conversations, that things that could be brought up might not be completely in accordance to God, but we honor them because we love them, because they're, God has created them as our helpers, but we see that there's a side there that's a weaker side. But as men, the problem with men in this is that through the years, men have used that in just everyday type of arguments instead of growing up themselves. And instead of us taking that strength in the home, We've fallen asleep like we did when woman was created and she was pulled out of our side. We fall asleep again. But I like how Peter says it here because he says, as unto the weaker vessel. So when it says a vessel, weaker vessel, then it's also telling me that I'm a vessel. As man, I am a vessel too. And I need to strengthen myself, and I need to be on guard on this. And, and, and you know, and, and as a man, I, I can use terms like, don't be a coward. No man wants to hear that, right? But I become a coward when I don't consider myself a vessel that needs to be strong to honor my wife, to take care of her. To take care of my family and be vigilant. To be an example in difficult times. To be an example in good times. Since we're both vessels, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of my vessel that God has given me. And so the Holy Spirit starts in a lot of different places, but we start to look at our lives and how we're managing things. Como dice aquí la Biblia, hermanos, que la mujer es el vaso más frágil. Pero diciendo que somos vasos. Somos. Somos amos. You know what I mean. Somos vasos. Y vasos, que se llena algo un vaso, ¿no? Un vaso que no se llene no vale nada. A cup that cannot be filled with anything is not worth the cup. But we see these cups that God asks, that He's asking us to be a temple to, to be used, to be filled, to make sure stuff's not leaking out or coming to us in vain. Think about all the moments through the years of receiving the word of God. And I said, you know, the, the famous term, the coin term, we call it a coin church term, is I want wisdom from God. You got wisdom. Right now you're reading wisdom up there. I need the understanding for this. I need to understand how to apply it in my life. I don't need wisdom anymore. Wisdom comes to me every single time I read the word of God. I need the understanding of what I'm reading to apply it in my life, to make changes before it's too late. We live in a day and age where all over the place and they make mockeries of it, even in movies where end of times and, and, and this, and people are just growing numb to it. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to hear that this is happening around the world. And, and these things are happening and it's changing around us. I don't want to hear that. I want to go somewhere where it's exciting and we're in the best times of our lives. The economics are strong and everything's good. But I want to hear something that's real, that's keeping me engaged to the word of God. Muchas veces no queremos oír, oír, oír. La palabra de Dios, hermanos, o cosas que está pasando en nuestro mundo en, en nuestra mundo cosas terribles cosas que están cambiando queremos ser molestados pero vivir mi vida bien sososo Viendo que todo está bien we've got Places that they're passing laws. Trying to say that even after a woman's had a child, that they can kill the child. Not even in the womb anymore. And people are cheering. This is the days that we're living in, brothers and sisters. This is where our temple has to be strong. Our cup has to be ready to receive. If we turn to Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Mas el fruto del Espíritu es caridad, gozo, paz, tolerancia, ben, benignidad, bondad, bondad y fe. Verse 23, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. Masedumbre, templanza contra tales, cosas no hay ley. So, brothers and sisters, we see this, we know this. There's beautiful uh, um, frames of this. Uh, You've gifted somebody this. But do we understand that it says, if we go back to verse 22 there, brother, but the fruit of the Spirit, you see, First of all, we started understanding that we are temples, right? We are temples for the Holy Spirit. We're a cup. We're, we're a vessel, right? The weaker vessel, but I'm, a, I'm also a cup too. And, and now we start to see when the Spirit starts to gather in a place and starts to dwell in a place that there's things that come from the Spirit, And, and, and these are the fruits of the Spirit. This is what comes when the Holy Spirit starts to dwell in you. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que somos uh, uh, vasos, que es, eh, somos eh, el templo de Dios, el Espíritu Santo. Pero podemos ver aquí que, que hay cría, que hay cosas que... Teniendo el Santo dentro de nosotros, comienzan I don't know. I'm using terms here. <laughs> I hope you understand me. We start to see the fruits of the Spirit because our spirits being gathered in a place, being nurtured, being taken care of, and to have that communication with the Spirit, right? and I'm not feeling well, it's, again, what was your week like? What was your day like? What was your mind at? It's not so good. I'm, I'm stuck on this. If you're stuck on this, then you're vexing the spirit. And you see a great example of vexation of the spirit is in Sodom and Gomorrah. It said that Lot, being a man of God, the spirit was vexed. And vexation means when you quench something so bad that it starts to fatigue itself. Vamos ver aquí, hermanos, que cuando comenzamos a no dejar el espíritu, su parte con Dios, que comenzamos a, how do you say, vexation? How do you say, um... Quench. Que no se seca el espíritu. Vamos ver el ejemplo de Lot en Soromen y Gomorra. Que dice que su espíritu estaba bien seco. Por el lugar que estaba. You see, brothers and sisters, we are the light of the world. We have the strength of the Holy Spirit. We have the power to be in a dark place and shine but our key to that is being connected to God in things. The moment we start to slip, the moment we tar- start to accept, then, then, then we start to move away from this strength in the Holy Spirit and confusion comes over us. This is why the Word of God is so important in our lives, not opinions, not feelings that we have. Feelings, I love, and it's a coined term, and we should get a, a something up here. Feelings are, no, no, are, are neither true or false. Our pastor used to say that a lot. I love that term. You're going to feel a way right now, and you're going to feel a different way later. But What's true is the word of God. What's true is the Holy Spirit guiding you through the word of God. Opening up doors, closing doors. You think you know your plans? You don't know your plans. God knows your plans. That's why we lean on God and not our own understanding. Tenemos poder en Dios, hermanos. Si, si tenemos confianza en lo que, cómo, lo va, cómo Él va a guiar nuestras vidas, podemos ver que cosas buenas puede venir en nuestras vidas. No cosas malas. Pero teniendo confianza, hacemos es, templos del Espíritu Santo. I want to have confidence that I'm a temple. That I'm a cup that can be used by God. You be used by God, you start to see the fruits. You start to see the fruits of anything. That's why God used the ter- term, you shall know them by what? You see, because it was going to be very easy for me to convince you, and I could use words that you can't even, I'm, you know, I'm, I, what do I do for a living? I'm in sales. Oh, I could sell you anything. I can sell, what is it? What's the coin term? I can sell ice to an Eskimo. That doesn't matter. Because you could buy it once and never use it again. But the word of God, once we apply it and we use it, and we see the benefits of it, we desire it, we want it, because we've seen what it's fixed. We know our filth. We know our struggle. Some people haven't seen places that we've seen in our lives. But we know that God has been there with us, taking us through it. And this is why we draw closer to him. As we feel his strength and his love. He loved us first. He loved us first. As I prepare my temple, I've got to push away things that are selfish things. Cuando estoy preparando mi, mi templo, hermanos, necesito a quitar cosas que, que me hacen, como this, how do you say selfish, hermana? Egoísta. Cosas que me hacen egoísta. Siempre estoy pensando en mi mí, mí mismo. Eso no es algo de Dios. Me dije en la oración el viernes, hermanos, que si estás siempre orando para ti nomás, eso no es de Dios, eso no agrada a Dios. Dios vino y dio su vida para nosotros. You know, sometimes we get into the selfish mindset where it's tough on us and it's, and it's about me, 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 me. Remember the song about me, 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 me. It's not about you, 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 you. Well, that's an oldie. Because everybody knows that song, like building up the temple. But when I make it about me so much that I forget what God has called me for, serve, think of others and I waste opportunities that he's given me here to be used by his Holy Spirit. And we need to, we need to be a people that's it in love and the charity that we offer, amen? We see here that the fruits of the Spirit, these are fruits. These are things that how many of us are lacking joy? Man, you might have love. Oh, man, love until you're gotchas, right? You're just a loving person, but you ain't got no joy. You know, you might have peace. And I know some people that, man, they're, they're just peace. But you might not be patient. There's a difference. So for us to understand how God and understand kindness and goodness and separate those two things. You might be kind, but that doesn't make you good. And for us to work and look at these things and say, look, I have these traits. These have come to me as I've gotten closer to God, but there's still things that I'm lacking. That's the reality check. That's being true to ourselves. Person, personal, personal. puedes hablar a cosas que no importa si lo estás hablando público, es decir, sabes que estoy bueno en estas cosas, pero muchas veces, hermano, si tienes alguien, si tienes alguien en tu vida, alguien espiritual que te puede hablar y decir que está bien, no tienes estas cosas. Oh, that's powerful. When you, have, or when you have somebody in your life that can tell you these things, that you're, you know, these are struggles, and you can still keep them in your life. How many of y'all keep people in your life that are telling you what's wrong with you? Anybody got anybody that tells you what's wrong with you? Come on, be honest with yourself. It's not something you just run to, right? Sometimes you, you're like, I don't know if I want to really hang out with you this weekend. Muchas veces no tenemos personas en nuestras vidas, hermanos, que los dice realmente lo que tenemos y si los tenemos no nunca estamos queriendo ah este, a ver si este fin de semana tenemos lonche no nah. we we kind of avoid those things those moments don't we but there's something about the truth and how it sets us free it's beautiful when you can just relate and just marinate it. And, and and it's great when you have a friend that, that, you know, is not the butcher, but is the surgeon, right? Because, see, you have, you have friends that will leave you thinking something. See, some of you all have friends, and, 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 and we, we just think it's so good, right? Because we just pull out the knife, and, and now you're, you're, you don't have no arm after that one, right? You're like, man, that was a great that was a great lunch, but I feel like I'm missing something. Right? And then God gives us wisdom on how to be surgeons so we can tactfully, with a small incision, be used by God in ways. that That was a really good lunch. And now you leave there thinking about how to improve my temple, how to get back. to some things that I might have gotten away from. Muchas veces, hermanos, somos uh, bien torpes en cómo estamos hablando con alguien que, uh, como alguien de que carta, que corta, how do you say meat? <laughs> Carne. You, is there a term for butcher? ¿Cómo? Carnecero. Ay, me gusta esa palabra. somos torpes en cómo estamos hablando con alguien y no como un médico que irá todo y es bien delicado la cosa, está viendo que cosas cambian con siendo delicado y no ofendiendo. You see, but we're we're in a time and age where everything's very uh, politically correct term politically correct. You got to be politically correct. If you don't agree with me, there's something wrong with you. This is the day and age that we live in, brothers and sisters. And this is a very difficult day and age because the word of God is not going to agree with a lot of people. So You got to start to ask yourself and start to think of, you know, this, this, this great word, this, this thing that we run to and, we, and we, the moment where you come and, the, and they ask you, how do you look at this? And what you're going to respond to, and you can think very quickly, I'm going to respond this way until the spotlight's put on you. And this is where we need the courage. This is where we need the Holy Spirit. This is where we need God's strength. Because we're living in a very comfortable time right now. But the more and more that the world gets away from God, is the less that we're going to see this comfort in our lives. Look around now and you see other people worshiping the same and believing the same. But there will be a time where. And we see it in countries like China where they hide in tunnels as they read the Bible, pages, knowing that they could be slaughtered or believing differently. Oh, we got it too good at times, brothers and sisters, and yet we don't worship and praise God and glorify God like in some countries where they, they, they wish they had it this good. Help us, God. To appreciate the freedoms that we have, to take advantage of the freedoms that we have. Less selfies and more posting about your doctrine. What a desire, huh? A less selfie world. Less puckering up. More, more to God. This is real. This is a a day and age that we live. You can see the emptiness publicly now. I told you I was was parked there, you know, at a gas station, and uh, I was getting in my car and I looked to the side, and and I saw this lady with her phone up, and I'm like, what in the world is she doing? You know, because it was like all these little weird things that she was doing. She was trying to get the right sunlight. I didn't understand. She was trying to get the right lighting for the shot she was given for whatever. Maybe she was famous for something. I don't know. But that moment that we desire more to shine about our fruits and our faith instead of so much. And what we're wearing that day, oh, man, I like that one. Those are my favorite ones. I got shoes on today. Look at me. I got shoes on, too. Start to think about the countries that people don't have, these things. See, it becomes really re- real, and, and this is the stuff that, you know, it pricks your heart. And, and, and see, you see, when, right after, right after in, the, in, in Acts 2, right, if you read Acts 2, 34 on, you start to see that Peter was given a message. He says, you crucified. The king did nothing, and these people were so pricked. It says, it uses the term pricked in the hearts. Pricked in the hearts is like me saying something about a selfie and you just being like, eh. They were like that. They were feeling like, man. But God speaks this. God's trying to speak life because he sees the void in the vessel. He sees the void in the temple. Muchas veces, hermanos, que la palabra de Dios viene y y comienza a, no es dañar, pero comienza, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, it makes you uncomfortable. I like all the different ones, look at that. Yeah, my Spanish isn't so good, but man, to get it in order, uncomfortable. Incomodar, that's the word I was looking for. La palabra comienza a incomodar. Porque viene y y habla de cosas que todavía estamos haciendo. Todavía que pensamos, está bien. Cosas que están pasando en nuestras vidas que que, que creemos que que daño está haciendo. Hasta que, que comenzamos a pensar de nuestro espíritu, nuestro templo. Nuestro vaso pasa. Y esos momentos podemos ver que está dañando, que está dejando que el Espíritu fluye completamente dentro de nosotros. See, brothers and sisters, we have this term and we, and, and we think we're okay when we're not okay because See, it's, it's, it's when God starts to speak to you and, and you see, and we can see the examples in the word of God. You know, Jesus came here and he found people doing something, right? He found people fishing. And, and, and I love, man, I just get lost in this, is he saw these people fishing, doing something that they were doing daily. And he said, stop what you're doing. I'm going to allow you to do the same thing, but in a different way. I'm going to make you fisher of men. Amen. And see, I love this because this showed me a lot because there was people there that had to trust in something. And and Jesus came with a purpose. They felt something. They felt power in his his command. They felt a presence in him. And we, we believers that have experienced Jesus, we still doubt things. We still don't let go of things. We still completely don't release things. We still hold on to things. see these men leaving families, man, some of us can't even leave something for a little bit we get back to it. I was good. It was good. It was just an hour. I stopped. I'm not addicted. Again, what is affecting your spirit? What is affecting your relationship? What is not allowing your temple to seal? Because the word of God says that, that the Holy Spirit came to seal you. Given an example of identification, but we could also use the example of seal you. That you could receive more. I want to receive more from God, but to receive more from God, it means less of me. It means me denying myself. What are we denying ourselves? or What goals do we have? We turn to Luke 8.15. Mas, (inaudible) la que en buena tierra estos son los que con corazón bueno y recto Retienen la palabra oída y llevan fruto en paciencia. But that on good ground, we know the story, right? The story of the sower. There's no reason to read everything, but we're going to read right here. That that fell on good ground are they which in honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it. You see, brothers and sisters, this is the problem is that we're hearing word, we're hearing impact. You see, God didn't know who was going to be here today. I mean, I didn't know who was going to be here today. God knew who was going to be here today. God starts to now direct. And see, there's times that God will say something through the word, through through just channeling something and putting it in me that if it has an impact, if it has a hit, then you got to remember what that felt like. Because if you retain it and you go and try to fix it, then that's where the good ground is. That's where the word now impacted and hit something that's going to make a change. I remember being young and not feeling a change. I remember the vicious cycle of just doing things, the insanity of thinking just by doing it the same over and over again, I was going to have different results. And it didn't come until I took a stand, until the word impacted and hit ground, until I retained the word of God. Until I kept it. Muchas veces, hermanos, yo me recuerdo cuando era más joven que yo oía la palabra de Dios, siempre era buena, siempre la sabiduría de Dios, pero no tenía entendimiento, no estaba guardando la palabra de Dios. Por eso cosas no estaban pasando en mi vida. Me sentía bien seco, porque era, era un vas, vaso. It was an empty cup. The cup was there. I understood about the cup. It was empty. I'm telling you, we're good. All of us are good. All of us, you know, sometimes we deserve Spiritual Academy Awards for how we fake it. I was the best out of it. But when God reaches and sees your heart, this is what you need. Oh, man, the woman at the well. One of my favorite stories. Oh, man, that, that woman at the well was me. I went up to Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 I know the word of God. Yeah, 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 there's a prophet that's coming, you know, in the mountain and all this. And God's like, no, 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 no. If you would have known who I was, you would have asked me for water. Because the water I give you, you'll never thirst again. Oh, God, help me. Help me to thirst of you, Jesus, till I drink that water and thirst no more. Help me, Father, to seek you. Seek you, Jesus. Not my heart that deceives me daily, but you, Father. Help me to trust you, Jesus. Not what I see daily. But what you see for me, Father, and you guide me through the Spirit. I like the Holy Spirit because to me, the Holy Spirit is something. You know, today we're very, you know, the, the generation today is a lot better than generations in the past. I mean, I remember getting lost five miles from a location that I needed to get to uh, because I didn't have GPS. <laughs> Couldn't find it, right? And now you just grab your phone and you just put something in it and it's like beep boop, 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 and it's telling you, right? And you're all happy and you're not late. See, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is our guide. It's what's going to tell you what's wrong and right. It's what's going to open doors, close doors. It's what's, it's what's before you it's already. It's already in front of you. It's what eliminates anxieties, fears, sorrows, hurt. But it's dormant at times to sleep in you until we start to fuel it, until we start to uh, worship, until we start to receive more and then something wakes up inside of us and God's power overtakes us. The power that raised him is in us. That raised him from death is in us. Are we that good soil? Are we that good ground? Or do we find ourselves still, the seed still comes and doesn't hit, doesn't penetrate? We find ourselves that the seed's not hitting fertile ground. It's blowing in the wind. As soon as I'm out of here, I'm onto another thing. I'm onto the, the normal routine. Oh, I've heard this before. I've heard this. I've heard, I have had this package before and I've seen it before. And here we go again with the vicious cycle again, thinking things are going to change and things don't change. veces, pensando que cosas van a cambiar, pero si no estamos cambiando, cosas no cambian. Son iguales. You're not changing something, things aren't changing. I hate to break it to you. Call it science, call it whatever you want, but unless you change something, things don't change. Unless you accept something, unless you try to do something different, unless something in your heart tells you, I need to do these things different, I need this in my life, I need this in my life, because there's a void in my life that I keep on feeling, but it keeps on emptying. Oh, I know what that feeling's like. But one day God spoke to me. When God speaks to you, he speaks to you in a lot of different ways. Some of us have been very fortunate not to be spoken to God in certain ways. But when he speaks to you and he tells you how much he loves you, he tells you you're doing it wrong. and shows mercy on you, grace on you. We start to have that prodigal child moment. What in the world am I doing here? Look at me. I'm with pigs right now. I'm not even, be at my father's house empty. Oh, it's powerful when God speaks to you. It's those moments that are, oh, they're precious. I mean, come on now. If you've had that moment, you would be praising out of your seat. But some of you guys are having a hard time remembering it because it's been such a long time, I guess. But for me, man, when I heard God speak to me and he started telling me how much he loved me, even though he found me the way he found me, the impact started. And it was an instant. It's something that he, he said, I, I got a lot of work with you because you know what? You got a lot of problems going on. But if you're willing to take this journey with me, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. But you won't do it alone. And I thank God. I thank God for his love. I thank God for his mercy and grace. I thank God for considering me how I was lost. Lost, lost, lost. But he still loved me. Just speak to me. Speak life to me. If We turn to Ephesians 4. Ninguna palabra torpe salga de vuestra boca, sino la que sea buena para edificación. Para que de gracia a los oyentes. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are today here. Is there somebody here? Is there somebody here that's still struggling with that? Come on, be real. Somebody just be real here today. Are you still struggling with the You know, whispering here, saying this stuff, and 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 not edifying. You know, this is the thing that it just it just it's it's beautiful when it says if it's not being used for edifying. I mean, I think all of us. If if there's someone here that's not struggling with this, oh man, please come up here so I can rub a shoulder on you and try to catch whatever you got. Because we struggle in this, but again, this is what's not allowing us to be able to receive. Because look what it says here. It says, no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is of good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now, brothers and sisters, this is the struggle that we have, and, and, and it's, this is where I really have a lot of respect for people that don't talk a lot, because I talk a lot. You talk a lot? I talk a lot. He said, hermanos que... Muchos de nosotros estamos sufriendo en esto porque hablamos mucho. Las cosas que estamos hablando no estamos edificando a alguien. Estamos dañando más que ayudando. And just to build someone. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful moment when you have that moment. Thank you for helping me. I needed that. I needed that word. I used to tell the youth, you gotta be hell snatchers. You know what a hell snatcher is? That's somebody that's on the cliff of hell, and you grab them and you snatch them out of hell. We used to have a little YouTube channel called Hell Snatchers. I had a whole I had a whole vision of a comic book. Some people want to be firemen, some people want to be police officers, some want to be in the military. Before they fall off. That's the Holy Spirit in you. This is the desire you have for those that you love. But when we don't maintain it, when we don't hold on to this, when we're not vigilant on this, then we get back into conversations that aren't edifying. And we keep on reading here, verse thirty. Y no contristéis al Espíritu Santo de Dios, con el cual estáis sellados para el día de la redención. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. So, brothers and sisters, here, here, here it is. Here it is. Look, look, look. Look, you got a temple. You got a cup. How's your temple? How's your cup? We got it fixed. We've maintained it. Now the Holy Spirit's there. Now it says... Now that the Holy Spirit's there and growing, now don't grieve it. Don't grieve it by going backwards. Don't grieve it by going back to the old person. Don't grieve it by going back to old ways of thinking. Make it new. See, our God is not a God of old things. Our God God is not a God that's going to remind you of who you were. He wants to show you what you can be. There's, only, there's another God that wants to remind you of who you were. It's not our God. You ain't got to be what you were. But it says here, for us not to, and grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. See, see brothers and sisters, this Holy Spirit, it's, it's, it's looking at everything. I even love, we were, we were reading some terms last week, and it's, the Holy Spirit's even praying for you when you're asleep. You don't, want, you don't even know, what, know what's going on right now, some of y'all. The Holy Spirit, when you don't even know what to ask for, it's, it's having communication with God saying, this is what they need. Even though they're not asking for it, this is what they need. It talks about an intercession with God for us. It's telling God, "This is what this person needs." God, it's it's what I see. That's the Holy Spirit. This is when God says, "I'm going to give you a gift." It was more than a gift; it was Him with us, in us. But this power stays dormant sometimes in us because we're too much in what's not the Holy Spirit. We're too much in what's corrupt. And we begin to vex the spirit, and like it says here, we begin to grieve it. There's a difference between vexation and grieving. Let me explain it to you real quickly. See, Lot was vexed because he was seeing it but not doing it. But you grieve it when you do it. It's not only when you're seeing it, you grieve it when you do it. That's when you, stop, you start to deny the hope that you have, we have in God. Well, God, I want to trust in you so much. I want to believe in you so much. I want to just, you know, man, just to have that, right? You see, I'm not over here asking you to trust in me or, or be guided by me, but, man, to have that trust in God and say, God, just take me, just lead me. Show me. I don't know what kind of conversations you're having with God, but it's a personal conversation. It's something that you just look at him and you say, God, you know who I am. I, I, can, I can put on the, sma- the face. I can put on the, you know, the clothes. I can do everything I want. But, God, I'm not, I'm not feeling alive. Oh, and it's a perfect conversation when you tell God I'm not feeling alive because then he said, that's perfect. I need you not to be alive because if you want my life in you, I need a workable state. You see, when you're alive is when you start to run away. and You start to do things your own way, right? And it's like, oh, God's like, man. But when you're feeling this state where, oh, come on. Ooh, how many of y'all remember that? Oh, man, I remember that like it was yesterday. I was telling somebody, I remember the conversation having with, you know, and I've mentioned this before many a times where I told a buddy I wanted to change my life, and he was like, I'm not mad enough to do that. Why in the world would this person tell me that, that he's not mad enough to do this? I can't even understand how another young person would tell me that. Because God needed to hear me to hear this and hold on to this, that it takes somebody with courage to deny themselves. Take somebody with courage to believe in the love that God has for us. Mighty God, powerful God. I don't want to grieve the spirit by doing things my way. I want to be in the spirit. By feeding it, Father, by connecting myself to you, making sure my signal's clear. What distracts me? So many things distract us, don't they? A lot of things distract you. Nah, I'm pretty boring life. Nah, you get distracted because I love how pastor said it one time and I use it a lot. You know, I see my wife looking outside the window. I say, what are you thinking about? Nothing. I like how pastor used to say it. No, you're always thinking about something. Come on now. You might not be talking about it, but you're thinking about something. Estamos a pensar, hermanos, lo que Dios quiere de nosotros. Como quiere guiar nuestras vidas. Es importante, hermanos, cuando pensamos, Señor, me estás hablando, Señor, guíame en tu palabra. A veces queremos el guía de diferentes maneras, pero el Señor abre puertas y lo cierra. Powerful when you hear testimonies of God opening and closing doors. I know the doors that he opened and closed in my life many a times. All to keep you on path. All to keep you. Some of them were heart closes too, right in your face. How many? I don't know how many of you all had a heart close in your face. Ow! I thought that was from God. Woo hoo! God still loves you. God still speaks to you. God still knocks on another door. For you to let him in. We read verse thirty-two to wrap up. Hmm. 31, I'm sorry, brother. Toda armadura y enojo y ira y voces y maldicencia sea quitada de vosotros y toda malicia. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking he put away from you with all malice. Now, brothers and sisters, see, a lot of times we hear that, and, and, and again, we, I, don't know, I don't know what kind of measuring stick we use, but we use a measuring stick like saying, oh, I'm not that. Muchas veces leemos eso, hermanos, pensamos, ah, qué bueno que no soy esas cosas. Pero necesitamos leer lo que es para entender más. Porque estamos dañando el espíritu como dice la palabra Go back one brother What's the term The translation for grief Con El espíritu Cuando comenzamos a Hacer estas cosas Como dice 31 Go to 32 Antes ser los unos Con los otros Benignos Misericordiosos Perdonando, los unos a los otros, como también Dios os perdonó en Cristo. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Now see, brothers and sisters, this is part of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in you, and you're struggling with forgiveness. What are you doing to the Holy Spirit? Si el Espíritu está dentro de ti, hermanos, y... This is where we got to be real. This is where we got to be real. We're, we're, we're serving a real God that speaks to us in, in real terms. If you're struggling, if some of you still got family issues, if some of you are still holding on to the past and things, are you doing God's will? Come on now. This is the problem. This is where the Holy Spirit isn't flowing all over you because I'm still holding on to something. I'm still maintaining something. I'm still offended. That's some, a trick from the devil. El diablo quiere que tú te recuerdes algo que no perdonas a algo. Que no puedes avanzar en las cosas de Dios. Él quiere eso. The devil's okay with status quo. The devil's okay with you not growing, not moving, not getting stronger. He's okay with that. He's okay with just neutral. God has plans. God wants to take you places and he saw things from you. And it says, look at this. This is where, you know, this is the debunking of things that I was just talking about before. He says, from your mother's womb, he had a plan. He had a plan. Our God had a plan. The thing is that Life starts to mess up that plan, right? We could see that from the very beginning of time. But God had a plan. Some of us choose not to be guided in his plan or to live in his plan, but God had a plan. Some of us choose not to go back to God's plan, and we continue to struggle, and and we become like the people in the desert for 40 years. It travailed. On an 11-day journey? Would it have taken them 11 days for 40 years it took them to get because of the circle pattern that they were doing and being lost in the desert? Is that what you want your plan to be or do you want to self-correct pretty quickly? I think all of us want to make changes quickly so we can better ourselves and better those that we love. God, help me. Galatians 6-7. No os engañéis. Dios no puede ser burlado. Que todo lo que el hombre sembrará, sembraré, eso también se hará. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now, brothers and sisters, this is beautiful, this is perfect, because we want, we want our God... We want our God to see these changes, these things when, again, when we're starting to see uh, the word penetrate, start to affect us, and see, you, 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 you have an easy decision to make. It's, it's one of those decisions where you, you say, look, uh, you know, today I'm going to choose the blessing instead of the curse, right? It's, it's a scripture, so some of you all might know that. So uh, today I choose the blessing over the curse. But some of us, we, we say, well, you know what, I'm really undecided right now, and I'm just going to keep on doing what I am. See, God cannot be mocked. This world's still changing. Things are still happening. His grace. We cannot keep on sinning when when God starts to speak to us of changes. We cannot continue sinning. Read Romans 6 if you believe you can. God forbid. We continue to sin so grace can abound. That's not what the intent was of grace. Grace was so it could find you that one day that your heart was willing to listen and actually give you an opportunity to receive his mercy. So when we find ourselves in this moment, and again, brothers and sisters, if you've been struggling, if you know, and, I, and, I'm, and this is just not a general term, this isn't just for new people. This is for you know, this is for everyone in the church. If you've been struggling with being guided by the Holy Spirit, is your Holy Spirit grieved? Is it still grieved with you? Is something that you've done that you continue to do that you continue to live in? Is it grieving the Holy Spirit? Is it terms that we talk? Is it the way we act? Is it the fact that we're not completely sold into the word of God? Because I want this spirit to be something for me, like what God planned for it to be in me. Power to lift me up. To believe. Trust in God. Ooh, the, worlds can, the walls can be falling all around you and the Holy Spirit just keeps you with a smile on your face and people are like, what is wrong with you? Oh man, this is just an opportunity for God to show off. This is an opportunity for God to do something. And His power. Are you staying so calm because God has asked me to be patient. Oh, but man, you you, you know, you're always like this. You always take things like this. I know. That's where you see God. Because it's only God that could do these things. Oh, God, help me, God. Help me, guide me, Father. Strengthen me. I don't want to be deceived anymore, Jesus. I want to know that the effort that I put in my life is what I'm planting. What am I planting? What am I planting? I used to use the term all the time, and I don't even know why I'm saying this. I'm going to say it. When I, when, when I was in the youth, you know, because I, I would have a lot of young people and I think this is a good term. That's just an open term. It's a good general term. I used to say that if I raise my daughter and I make sure I pay attention to what's going on in her life and what's happening, the hope I have is that there's a father raising their son the same way. That's the confidence I need my daughter to have. See, there's a lot of times that this world and the anxieties of this world take us into a lot of different places. The emotional struggle as parents. But God puts something inside of me where it's like, look, you just do what I told you to do. and Let me take care of the rest. The problem is doing what we need to do. God will do what he needs to do. I ask you, God, help me to trust in you. 2 Timothy 2.15. Procura con diligencia presentarte a Dios aprobado como obrero. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, brothers and sisters, again, going back to the struggle that we're having now, you're grieving the spirit because of conversations. Talked about that. The, the conversations, corrupt conversations, it's gonna grieve the Holy Spirit. Now, if your spirit is grieved, then stop doing these things. It's as simple as this. Stop doing these things when you find yourself doing these things. And, 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 and like I said, there's people that do a lot of different things. I'm not even talking about only church things. I'm just talking about nobody wants to be around a complainer. I I, I get annoyed when I'm around complainers. I I, I see I, I'm a person that's I'm an optimist. That's my DNA. I'm not a pessimist. Some of us are pessimists. Oh, we'll see how that goes. That's a pessimist. You know someone that's a pessimist? You probably, you're okay a little bit with them, but you just don't want to be around them all the time because it's just the aura that they give. We all should, you know, trust me, and I find myself correcting a lot. I hear somebody saying something. I like, go, oh, remember how you were, though. We're giving reason to things. Because I don't want anything corrupt to come out of my mouth that doesn't edify, doesn't give life. Because then I'm against the Holy Spirit, and not for it. And everybody has an opportunity to mercy and grace. Hope came, mercy came as the light came into the earth this morning. His mercy was new. His hope was new. It doesn't matter where you've been. doesn't matter what you've seen. What matters is that you can hear God calling you, his voice reaching out to you, telling you that he loves you. He can love you past things. Oh, man, I love God because he loves me past things. Ooh, if God waited for me to be ready, No, God, he just said, look, I need you to step forward. Let me embrace you. This is going to help break the most chains. The love of God embracing you, chains start to fall. James 5, 9. I'm going to ask the group to pass on up. Hermanos, no os quej- que- quejéis unos contra otros porque no seas condenados. He aquí el juez está delante de la puerta. Grudge not one against another, Brethren lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Now, brothers and sisters, look, look. These are terms, and, and, and they sound very, you know, we could use a term like medieval, and you're thinking like, oh, ooh, I'm scared. You can take it any way that you want. You're free to do whatever you want. You're a free person. Anything you want. But again, let's remember terms like God cannot be mocked. If you you don't believe some of these things, it's okay. But you need to trust that God had mercy enough to speak this into existence today. You're struggling with things in any aspect here at church, at home. Start to ask yourself, where is my spirit at? How healthy is my spirit? I want a healthy spirit. I want a healthy spirit. I want a strong spirit. I want a spirit that communicates with God and quickly can receive from God. If the spirit is guiding me, then I need it to be connected to God clearly. I don't need things blocking it. I don't need crevices in me that the spirit just tucks itself away and sometimes doesn't get a signal to God. I need clarity. I need God to have a direct path to my spirit. Why don't we all, brothers and sisters, pass on up here this morning, and if we just have an intent, an intent from God, it's that his spirit, his signal to us is stronger. You, don't, you, don't, you could say a lot of things, but the biggest thing we must say is, God, speak to me clearer today. Speak to my spirit clearly, Lord Jesus. I want more of you, Father. I want you in my life, Jesus, more than ever. That's all you have to ask God. You know, God doesn't look for so much stuff. He just wants a contrite heart, a heart that's willing to change. That's all God is wanting. Do you see this? We get so, we, we think it has to be a, 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 you know, an equation. We think it has to be something else. It's as simple as saying, God, I want you to change my heart. And I want the Holy Spirit to dwell within me. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We ask, Lord, that this word, this word that was preached today, Lord, penetrate places that need cleansing, Lord, places that need you more, Father. As we raise our voices, Lord, asking you, Lord, to help us, to heal us, Lord, our minds from everything that the world puts there, Jesus, to deter us, Father, to think it's okay, Lord, until it's not okay until we're far away from you, Father. Help us, Jesus. Help us to come back to you, Lord. Let your spirit guide us, Lord, back to you, Father. Strengthen us this morning, Lord, as we open up our hearts to you, Father, to purify, Lord, to purge out anything, Lord, that is not of you, Jesus. That we can receive of you, Father, purely, Jesus, that your spirit speaks to us purely, Father. As we lift up our voices, Lord, in our eyes to you, Jesus, that we see you and you alone, Lord, not what's behind us, Lord, not what we fell in, Jesus, but what you have reached out and picked us up in, Father. Your love. Your love has powers, has a power to move mountains in us right now, Father. If there's sin, Lord, if, if there's a mountain of sin in front of us, Jesus, we ask, Lord, that your love in your powerful name in the name of Jesus Your powerful name, Lord, that everything subjects itself to it, Lord Jesus. If there's something inside of us, Father, that that doesn't want to release in your name, Jesus, in your powerful name, Jesus, we rebuke these spirits, Father, that are here hurting us, Jesus. These pains, these scars, Father, these handicaps, Lord, these things that we use as excuses not to get closer to you, Father. We ask Jesus. We pray to you, Father, with your mighty, holy name, Jesus. Asking you to strengthen us, Father. We ask this, Father, in your precious and holy name, Jesus, as we worship you, Father. And we ask, Lord, that your spirit dwell in us, guide us, Father. We ask this in your name, Jesus, amen lift up his name brothers and sisters oh lift up his name brothers and sisters fill me jesus fill me with the spirit father let your spirit fall this morning lord let your spirit fall lord renew people jesus Strengthen them, Father. Bless them, Jesus. Bless them, Jesus. Oh, some of us are carrying things, Lord, we don't need to carry anymore, Father. Oh, Jesus, you can take it this morning, Lord. Let your spirit touch them, Father. Let your spirit fall, Father. We'll be be proven by the Spirit, Father. Help us, Jesus to change the things that we haven't been changing, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You are mighty king. Thank you for your gift, Father. Thank you for your gift, Jesus. Let me take this gift with me, Lord. Let me rely on this gift, Father. It's you, Father Jesus. Your spirit in me, Jesus. Restore me, Father, from the inside. Change things that aren't changing, Father. Lift up this new man and woman that you want here, Father. Lift up the church today, Lord Jesus. We call you, Father. Father. Mighty God, mighty king, the lion of Judah, my redeemer, my salvation, my king, my everything, Jesus. Alpha Omega, the I am. Everything I need and ever will need, Jesus, it's you, Father. Let your spirit fall. As we cry out to you, Father, we love you, Jesus, mighty King, merciful God, you love me first, you love me first. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Fill my temple. Fill my temple, Jesus. Fill me up, Father, with your spirit. I need you more today, Father, than any day. Bless my brothers and sisters, Jesus. As we seek you, Father, as we seek you, Jesus, that we see you, Father. I want to see you, Jesus. I want to see you, Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. Mighty God. Thank you, Father Jesus. Lord, great Redeemer. Thank you, Father.